Hello, and welcome to Look What You Made Me Read, the podcast all about books and making your best friend read the books that you want to read. And um, with you, as always, is one of your hosts, me, Kat, and the other one, Val. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and uh, this month, welcome to May. It's, it's, it is May. It's gonna be, but it's it already gonna is be May. May. <laughs> This really, it, sorry guys, it's like a really fresh meme that you've probably never heard of. <laughs> um, so welcome to May. Uh, congratulations, Taurus. You are now, is your birthday. Oh, Very cool, exciting. yeah. And on top of all that, it's also fantasy month. Whoa, yay. Yes, very exciting, very thrilling. Uh, and to start it off, I get to pick the first one, and I've decided on Reforged by Seth Haddon, and it's a fun little queer fantasy standalone book, and we'll be discussing that later. Yes. Uh, before we do that, how's it hanging, Val? What's new? <laughs> what's going on? You're wow. really interesting. What's, <laughs> what's the D? <laughs> Uh, love, love it, first of all. Love Thanks. the energy. Um, yes, you. I have a few things that I would like to discuss. Me too. Some probably more interesting than others. Um, but first of all, in terms of stuff I've been reading, I just want to say, so yeah. in the last potty, we spoke about Carry On by Rainbow Roll. And carry on my way, <laughs> And since then... I have finished the trilogy. Uh, yes, cool. Which is very exciting. Love a, uh, someone who gets obsessed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is very much me. Um, and I just want to say, the third book for the fucking Snowbear scenes alone is the best. Book. Exactly. I Literally. just want to say. <laughs> that's what like i was like it's a solid five star even though i don't care about half the book <laughs> literally 50 percent of the book you could get rid of but literally. the rest of it is book. so good it's a big book exactly exactly the snow baths in that book is so good it makes oh my god the unnecessary crap of the other and there's stuff. like so much of it as well it just keeps on giving uh, yes it keeps giving <laughs> It keeps giving. Like, them in the alleyway when he first takes uh, Simon hunting for the first time. The whole conversation. It's so cute. It's so great. I'm obsessed. I wish I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> it, but yeah, then you have, like, fucking Penelope and Shepard. It's like, it's not even to do with the main story. It's like, what? this is a completely different thing. You can literally skip those chapters and not hundred percent. I was proper skimming because yeah. I was like, I do not yeah. care about this demon Same. marriage thing. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> and then you have yeah. Agatha and Neve, oh. which is like even more uh, obs- like the goat. I don't understand why. What's funny is that you say this and I don't even remember what happens with her at all. Oh my god, you don't need to. Like, it's literally <laughs> just them birthing some goats. At the end, or like oh the deer God. or something. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember that. Uh, <laughs> and I so didn't funny. understand why or what the context was. It had nothing to do with anything. Um, but good for Agatha figuring out her sexuality. We love it. But yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't care. I just don't care. Uh, 
Because, well, you made the character so, like, for the past, like, two other books, like, she was just so, she was just there, you know? Yeah. And, and it was, and so you're annoyed with her, you're kind yeah. of over her. So even if you're giving her something that's somewhat interesting in the third book, you just, like, I've stopped caring. And Literally. It's so, and, it's, and it's not even involved with the main storylines, so you're just like, well, And it's why? not even involved, so it's not even involved with... Simon and Baz, fair enough. But it's not even involved with Penelope and Shep. It's like a completely third, yeah. random, unnecessary plot just to give Ag- exactly. Agatha something to do. Yeah. So it's like, so you have three separate plots basically happening yeah. that are not at all, like you would Related. think they would come together or whatever. No, they don't. They really don't. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but you know what? I forgive it and I still give it five stars. I still gave it five. So fast. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love it. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I literally yeah. feel the same way. So good. Baz is just like, what a character. I, I love, love him so Baz much. so much. He's so iconic with his uh, iconic. Like, hello. Yes. Oh my God. The suits. <laughs> oh. The suits. Obsessed. Yes, what a king. Um, I'm really happy you read those books. Like, I, me too. So exciting. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, if you have any more recommendations along those lines, I will Always. gladly take it. Speaking of recommendations, mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and say that I read this book. You might have heard of it. It's called The Egotistical Puck. <laughs> you did read it. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> I'm so excited. For, Tell me everything. For the, for the listeners at home, um, you know, we've joked in the past about my uh, reading of <laughs> low quality, slutty <laughs> hockey books. Hockey. Hockey <laughs> uh, we've discussed, and, you know, I've m- m- mentioned on multiple t- occasions the brilliance that is Heated Rivalry by Rachel Reed, and I stand by that to this day. Uh, however,. Val came across this book this past week, I believe, and texted to me called The Egotistical Puck Boy. And we were just <laughs> so entertained by that Iconic. title alone. Yeah. And and uh, and of course I was like, well, I'm gonna take one for the team and read it for the podcast. I got to I got to give a little mini review for the for the podcast. Yeah, and definitely. Uh, What's really funny about this book, so their, like, premise is, like, these two NHL hockey players from different teams have this, like, rivalry going on, and so they don't like each other, and they have this kind of, like, famous rivalry or whatever, and then uh, one is, like, openly gay, and and he's he's a fuckboy that's mentioned many a times, hence the... Uh, he's the egotistical puck boy. Yeah. He's the egotistical <laughs> puck boy. Uh, and then there's the other guy who's more straight-laced and whatnot, and the, the gay one finds out that the straight-laced one is actually closeted, so he's also gay, and they're like, oh, then we should fuck. And so they do, obviously. <laughs> Even though they still hate each other, they just, they're like, okay, well, I might as well fuck. Like, oh, uh, you're gay? I'm also gay. Basically. We should just have sex. <laughs> uh, and, and 
so like a few months after that, um, the straight laced guy gets traded and they end up on the same team. Ooh, so now they have to work uh, together, but they don't like each other still. Yes. And so, so I'll be honest, the beginning of the book is pretty bad. The banter is like not in, is not good. <laughs> like it just makes me dislike both of them. <laughs> They're both annoying and stupid. And, and, and any other time I would have DNF'd it. I would not yeah. have continued. Yeah. However, it does get better. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, strangely enough, like, so, so, uh, so they're, like, arguing. They still don't like each other, but they have, like, sexual tension or whatever. So they yeah. start sleeping together, like, regularly on the DL. And, um... And so, like, one of them is really superstitious about, like, hockey stuff or whatever. And he noticed that uh, the time that they had slept together, like, more recently, now that they're on the same team, the day after, they won their game. And then the games after that, where they hadn't slept together, they didn't win the game. Oh, my God. So he was like, let's keep sleeping together. And and he's like, I'm kind of joking, kind of not, because they might help us win or whatever. So they start regularly sleeping together. And, you know, they start falling for each other. And they become, like, friends who sleep together. And then they kind of... The straight-laced one kind of realized... He's like, uh, he didn't want to do it originally because he was like, um, I feel like I might fall for him if I do this. But he was like, oh, yeah, God, I can't, I can't help myself. You know, he's hot. Yeah. So and then the the fuckboy one is the one who's like superstitious or whatever. So he kind of like keeps going and pretends that he's only doing it for the superstition, but like really he's into it. And it kind of gets cute, and uh, <laughs> and then like eventually, like they so they have this really long winning streak. And then eventually they lose a game. And and the, and the guy's like, no, our, our sleeping together isn't working anymore. <laughs> and so they kind of get into a fight because they, they're they kind of using it as an excuse to, like, pull away because yeah. they're scared yeah. the other is not, like, into them or whatever. Uh, but, like, it really doesn't last long. There's, like, a minor misunderstanding, but literally the guy, like, confronts him right away and he's like, no, that's not what happened. They're like, oh, okay. And yeah. so, like, there's not, like, a, that big miscommunication. It's just, like, a very minor thing. And they talk it out, and they decide to be together for real. And that's basically it. But it was, so it was really kind of cute. Like, once they're done with the pretending to be enemies banter, like, the banter was just so bad. Like, yeah. the author did not, or the authors, because I believe there's two of them, um, didn't know how to write banter between these two characters. They don't know how to do an enemies to lover thing, which is what yeah. they're trying to do yeah. at all. But once they got into the lover part, uh, it, it got a lot more interesting, a lot more fun, and I, uh, and I didn't end up, en- I did end up enjoying it. Oh, um, so so it was actually not that bad. I was actually it was pleasantly it. surprised. Yeah, because like the beginning, I was really not into it, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'm not gonna read it for the podcast. Fuck it. <laughs> but it turned around. I'll give it Love that. It. You heard yeah. it here first. Egotistical yeah. boy. Worth not it. that bad. <laughs> Kindle Unlimited. Go for it. If you already have a Kindle Unlimited um, yeah. subscription, then sure, go for it. <laughs> uh, skim the beginning and then about 100 pages in, then read it properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would not spend money on it. I'm glad you read it anyway. Um, yeah, it was still it was, it was a fun journey. I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know. And now I know. Oh, 
by the way, spoiler alerts for Egotosuka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're all those people planning on reading it, yep. <laughs> skip ahead. I'll, oh, spoiler. also, can I just say the beginning was giving very much like Walmart version of heated rivalry because like similar. Yeah. Hita Rivalry starts, but like Hita Rivalry does such a good build up, like it's fantastic. Like it's years in the making, their relationship is so good. Yeah. <sighs> I still think about that book so often. I love it so much. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, um, yeah, sorry. So, what else have you read this week? Um, pretty much just, um, Anyway, the wind blows and uh, wayward sun. Well, I saw another book. You also put it on Instagram. Oh, lessons in chemistry. (laughs) Love. What a book! Yeah, it was a a great book, book. right? I wasn't sure I was going to like it that much, just based on like what it was about. Because it's I don't know. It's like I thought it was going to be just okay, like yeah, like a fine book. But I wasn't going to get emotionally invested. But I totally did. Yeah, same. Elizabeth Zott is an icon. Um, icon. Love her. Uh, and did you very see... sad, though. Yes, it is sad. Um, um, sorry, didn't want to interrupt. Continue. No, I was just saying, yeah, super sad, but like also very wholesome and very cute. And she's mm-hmm. a. We need more characters like that. Is what I would totally. Well, yeah. I put in my review, so yeah. Yeah, especially as a main focus. Exactly. Of the book. Yeah. You know? uh, did you see that um, they've already made a movie based off that book? They already have? They It's made. <laughs> they, there what? Was like a, a, there was a teaser already out. And what? Starring... I was literally going to say, like, this is definitely the book that's going to be turned into a movie next. It already has. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and starring Brie Larson, which I think is perfect. Oh, that is perfect. Right? Wait, lessons in chemistry movie. My community don't believe me. No, I just want to see the rest of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I mean, I don't know any of these other people, but yeah, she's no, right? great. She's perfect. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I just saw a clip, like it was like a clip from her in the TV, the cooking TV show. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, wait, I can't believe they, first of all, I can't believe they've already made a movie about this. This is insane. <laughs> that yeah. was quick. Um, like, did they already have the rights to the movie before the book was published? Like, I feel like they must have. Mm, probably. Uh, uh, anyway, and then I was like, oh my god, Brie Larson looks perfect as, as the main character. So I love it. Is it like a Reese Witherspoon production? I feel like it probably would be. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it might be, but I don't think that book was part of Reese's book club. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. I don't think so. Um, because speaking of, um, which I forgot was being turned into a thing, is it just came out on Apple TV, which was the last thing he never told me. You're right, uh, yes. The series, um, which is one of the Reese Witherspoon yep, it is. production things, um, uh, which I watched the trailer for, um, and because I like forgot what the premise was. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it just looks fine i guess we said that book was yeah. like fine anyway I mean, so yeah it was like entertaining but the whole like twist was kind of like yeah okay fine yeah. um i think like they there was they were really good characters but the plot was just so so yeah i like the casting though that they've done for yeah the, it's really good casting. It's really good casting definitely um, i agree 
And then, speaking of, which segues into another thing, which is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes trailer also. Yes, I saw that too! Yeah. Yeah. It Uh, actually looks pretty good. It got me hyped, to be fair. It got me kind of hyped too! You know when you like read, so when I read the book and then I look at the trailer and it's like nothing looks how I imagined it in my mind. Oh, it just makes me think like how bad I am at like conceptualizing me too. things. Me Especially the I arena. Think... I was like, what? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this does not yeah, look like, like what I thought it did. That's the thing about, and I'll probably talk about it in this book we're reviewing, but that's the thing uh-huh. with like this, like sci-fi fantasy dystopian those genres yeah. i am so bad at imagining yeah. things that are outside this realm of actual yeah. possibility Same. and like my imagination is just not that good i think like i need that <laughs> visual and, yeah so like it's kind of like i feel like it just uh if, if it's especially fantastical like it is in like the Hunger Games and uh, yeah. Ballad of Somber, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it, I just like can't conjure it. I feel like so it feels like something's sort of missing while you're reading it. It doesn't feel complete because you can't properly visualize it. Or exactly. at least I can't because I yeah. fail. Uh, <laughs> and, it's, and also a lot of fantasy, which is why I kind of like... It's technically not fantasy, but it sort of is, where it's, like, like kind of has this, like, knights, like, Middle Ages vibe with yeah. very little magical aspect, if any. Like, yeah. that I'm better at visualizing because I can, yeah. like, bring up ideas. But once they start with these, like, well, especially, well, we're going to talk about it with Reforge, but yep. especially <laughs> when they use all these fantastical terms, I yeah. just don't. And I'm, like, I'm not going to Google Come on. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm just yeah. getting lost in some of these descriptions. And sometimes it's so difficult because, like, you're into a scene that you're reading and then you read mm-hmm. something that's, like, isn't working, like, suddenly isn't working at all with what you're picturing yeah. in your head. And you have to, like, re-fit like refit it all in your head. And it's just, like, I don't even understand what's happening anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's when I start skimming bits and I'm just, Yeah, like, exactly, because anyway. there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like... This isn't doing it for me. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> until I get what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just the kind of reader I am. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like, yes. oh, in particular, like, if you think of Carry On, Watford, I don't know what it looks like at all. Um, okay. The, the only reason I can't I'm understand. Not, not too bad with Watford is because I look like... At the time I was reading it, I was, like, following the author on Instagram, and she mm-hmm. would post visuals, like, like drawings she made and stuff like that. Yes, perfect. Like, That's what I needed. Yeah, so it, do- it totally helped me. Like, I saw a lot of visuals and, like, maps and stuff like that that she had created and drawn, and it definitely helped me vis- visualize Watford, so I kind of yeah. like have a, a, a pretty, at least in my head, I have an idea of what Watford looks like. I need to look into that. Because in my mind, it's just like, Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> because, because I can't think of anything else. But then it's like, oh, we took a lift up to the the um, principal's office or whatever. I was like, what? There's no lifts at Hogwarts. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a lift? 
do you mean like you were floated there by a wind <laughs> Yeah, you like I don't magically <laughs> lifted yourself up or like a proper lift. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and like, actually, it reminds me sort of like when I used to read the Harry Potter books, which we disavow, by the way. We don't support <laughs> drinking rallying. But I just want to say it's really funny to me that like. When I was reading them, I always pictured the uniform with the skirt and the tie and the shirt and the vest. Even though in the entire books, it's never talked. There's no tie. It's a robe, like, that they're wearing with, like, a crest or whatever with your house. There's no tie. (laughs) There's no (laughs) vest or shirt or whatever. And... And I refuse because robes are ugly in my head. And I'm like, uniforms are cuter, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> I love a robe. Give me a robe uh, any day. I mean, listen, I love wearing a robe, but do I want to picture my characters <laughs> in wearing <a> robe. robes? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, like, personally, I like the idea of it, but... <laughs> yeah, so... Anytime they were like, oh... I took off my robes and I was just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt underneath or whatever. I'm like, you mean you took off your uniform or yeah. you're, you're wearing a uniform? You just took off your, the, the like outerwear part? Yeah, of the blazer uniform? part okay, of your it. uniform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we're the perfect yeah. people to be reading books. Yeah, like we just choose what to believe and then yeah. the rest. We're yeah, like, that's mm, right. I don't like that choice. I'm going to exactly. pick something else. <laughs> exactly. Look, it's your reading experience. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel like. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> so I don't know. So I know you watch TikTok, right? Yes. I don't know if you've gone to this part of TikTok but I certainly have, where okay. they start showing you, like, part 18 of a movie or yeah. part 81 <laughs> of a TV show. Yeah. And, like, yes. every other week, you'll just see different parts of the same movie, and then a few weeks later, it's a different movie suddenly you're seeing. Yeah. Uh, so the other week, I kept seeing clips of My Sister's Keeper, the 2009 movie with Oh, yeah, because you started reading that. After after TikTok kept showing, yeah, me. yeah, so so yeah, so like in two thousand nine, they had this movie about this girl with cancer and her mom, Cameron Diaz. That's the extent of my knowledge of that movie. I'd never watched it, didn't know anything about it. I don't know if you knew anything about the movie other than what I just described. So I've seen the movie, and I also You've seen know it? there is some. Yes, I've seen it. Um, okay, I think it was like when we had like a substitute teacher in school, like they put it on for us. Oh, really? That's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do also know there's some controversy amongst fans of the books because of the movie. So yes. Um, Which to be fair, like what's so funny is like literally all I knew from like the trailer that I'd seen 14 years ago. and (laughs) And that's about it. And like the movie poster, uh, I knew there was a girl with cancer, I knew there was Cameron Diaz, and I knew there was Abigail Breslin, and I knew that yeah. Cameron Diaz at one point shaves her head. That's all yeah. I knew. So yeah. I thought it was just kind of like, oh, this mom ha- has a daughter who has cancer, and it's all just very dramatic, and like, and probably heartwarming or something, because she shaves her head, so whatever. That's, like, that's all I knew. I thought <laughs> yeah. that was the plot of the movie. Yeah. TikTok let me know, because it kept started showing me clips, it was like, all about how they, like, created basically a designer baby out of Abigail Breslin to, like, be a donor, uh, organ donor for her cancer sister. Like, they created her purposefully for the 
intent to use her to donate to her yeah. dying sister, which yeah. is ethically super fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, and it's <laughs> like, and so I was like, oh my God, that's so interesting. And I was like, I kind of want to watch the movie now. And I looked up, it's not on any streaming services, so I was like, lame And then I saw a TikTok about the author who was, like, talking about the ending and how yeah. she didn't like the ending of the movie. I was like, oh, it was a book originally, let me see if I can get the book. So I get yeah. the audiobook for for the book, My Sister's Keeper, I listened to it. First of all, did not like the book, personally. Not my thing. Okay. But, um, yeah. first of all, it was all very melodramatic, which, you know, should have expected. But I thought the subject of... So I thought it was going to really talk more about the ethics of having, of basically creating a life purely for the purpose of donating, donating to a sibling. Uh-huh. And that's kind of glossed over and, and it talks more about now she's a 13 year old girl and kind of her autonomy on whether to donate or not. And yeah. And I'm like, why is this such a difficult conversation? She should be able to say yes or no. Yeah. Like, why is this such a big deal? It should be pretty, pretty straightforward to me. But anyway, and they're just like, well, but does she really know what she wants? And I'm like, but, but, but then giving all that authority to the parents is also biased because they're gonna potentially prioritize the dying girl that, because yeah. they literally created this person purely to, anyway, whatever. It was kind of annoying me, this whole, because it's a, a whole court case where she, like, tries to get medically emancipated. Anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- there's kind of, like, a twist at the end that it turns out the uh, Abigail Breslin is doing all of this because her dying sister asked her not to donate her kidney, like, because she wanted to die. She was, like, over it, you know? she Because she was going to yeah. die regardless. They were just prolonging the inevitable at this point. And yeah. so she's like... I, you know, I actually think you should stop and whatever. And I'm like, first of all, (laughs) dying sister, kind of a bitch for that, to be honest. Like, she (laughs) put her sister through hell. Like, her sister at 13 had to go through this whole legal process against her parents. Yeah. And that was been so traumatic for her, first of all. And literally, like, the mom, like, slaps her when she finds out that she's suing her. Like, so her yeah. mom literally abused her. Uh, it's, like, f- so fucked. And, like, the Cameron Diaz character is a- terrible. Like, I hated her so much. Like, I get her intellectually in a certain way. Like, you know, you want to do anything you want for your child or whatever. But yeah. it just felt like it felt very, uh, you're prior- prioritizing one child over the other. Yeah. Hardcore. Anyway. Yeah. The controversy at the end is, like, in the book, right after the Abigail Breslin's character gets medically emancipated, she wins the case, whatever, um, she's in a, she gets in a car crash with her lawyer and dies, and so her kidney gets donated to her sister, because she died. Uh, so, it gets to donate anyway, whether she wanted to or not. Wait, Uh, in the book? In the book. Okay, I don't think that happens in the movie. No, in the movie, what happens is the cancer girl dies. And that's the end, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the the book, the cancer girl survives because she gets the kidney Because the other one gets in a car accident? Car accidents and dies. What? That's mental. It's mental. And people are like, listen, I'm, there's probably more to the book that I'm not getting, but because yeah. they're like, oh, the movie misses the entire point of the book. But I'm like, so the entire point what of the book is- What is the point? 
is to be as melodramatic as possible. That's it the sounds like I'm a cop getting. out. Like let's just kill her off in the end anyway. Listen, I think the movie ending is uninteresting and boring. Yeah, but I think the book ending is just first of all this thirteen year old girl had no life because she spent her entire life being yeah uh, a farm for her parents to yeah harvest for her other da- daughter like to the point where she couldn't like uh sh- she was passionate about hockey but she couldn't play hockey because she could damage her kidneys yeah. and not be able to donate and shit like that and so she couldn't have a life uh, because she kept getting hospitals to hospitalize or whatever and so she spends she has no life and then she dies in the end but she gets to save her sister like who gives a shit at this point the sister's still yeah. eventually going to die what a- yeah, like even though the movie ending's like less interesting, it probably has a better message than <laughs> like, honestly killing yeah. her off just so, and then she yeah, survives anyway. Yeah, I'm not anyway. sure like, what the message was supposed to be in the book that is supposed to be better. Like, because people are so yeah. passionate, like the book community is so passionate that it's so much better than the movie. And I'm like, okay, if you say so, I don't give a shit. But whatever. Yeah, and and it's like I don't know. Does the brother have much of a storyline in the movie? Do you remember? I honestly don't remember. No, okay. probably not, but maybe. Because he fucking sucks in the book. Like, Oh, okay. He, I mean, he spends the whole time, like, acting out, and he's, like, has, like, drinking drugs, and he's, like, an arsonist. Like, oh, it's a whole thing. I don't remember that. Potentially. Uh, and, like, his dad is a firefighter, so it's a whole thing. Mm. But I'm just, like, I, and he kept going back to him and I just did not give a shit. And I'm like, the book could have been like so much shorter. They didn't add yeah. like so much with her brother that was annoying. And then there was a whole background with the lawyer who had like uh, his, the love of his life when he was a teenager that he broke up with her because he got epilepsy and then and now and, and she shows back up because she's like the advocate for Abigail Breslin or something and then they reconnect and fall in love again and I truly did not give a shit about their storyline either <laughs> they were boring and uninteresting so yeah. anyway I was I was I felt like it annoyed me because the subject of like whether it's ethical to create a life for the sole purpose of donating to so, to your other child I thought that subject was so interesting, and then they did yeah. nothing with it. Yeah. So I was very disappointed. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, I just needed to rant a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Always. Uh, I think I, I went into it a bit more than I intended, but still. <laughs> and then finally, I just have one more thing, because I feel like you need to know this. Yes, tell um, me. So... Last year, I want to say, we read The Cousins by Karen M. McManus. I saw you read another... Is it her newest one? or Her newest one, yeah. I think it came out late last year or something. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I read The Cousins. It was average at very best. Like, that's yeah. generously saying that it was average. Um, and then I read another book afterwards. I don't remember what it's called. The one that came right after The Cousins. It was even worse than the cousins, <laughs> and so at that and you know what, and I, I had a I had a soft spot for Karen and McManus because I really liked One of Us Is Lying and One of Us Is Next. I really enjoyed those books, so so I kept going and kept trying them, and then so after that last book that I really didn't like, I was like, I'm done with her. We're we're over. 
And then, and then I saw that she's doing a third book in the One of Us is Lying series. And I'm like, she's going to sucker me back into it. I know she will, because I need to know if it's the third in that series. So yeah. obviously I'm like, okay, when that comes out, I'm going to watch it, uh, read it. And then I was like, oh yeah, she had another one that came out in the meantime. And so I originally saw the cover back when it came out and it's like, she has like the same cover for every book where it's like the characters and their faces are always X'd out or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so for the cousins, there was three main characters. They were all annoying. The book after that, there's three main characters. They're all annoying. So this third <laughs> book on the cover, there's three characters and their faces are X'd out. And I'm like, I'm sick of her trio. Their trios <laughs> always suck and are annoying. And I don't want to read this. However, this book was really more about only two You characters. read it anyway. <laughs> I read it anyway. I read it anyway. And so I was like, I'll give it a, I'll give it another chance. It's been a while. Yeah. I'm not so fired up about it. I feel like I'm, I'm willing to give it a fresh start. Yeah. And so this book was really, so the three people were involved in like a previous, previous crime thing that I won't go into it, but the main two characters are this outside person and one of the people from the crime. So there's really only two main characters that you get the POV from, and Mm -hmm. they're both great characters and they're very likable and enjoyable. And it was, it was full of fun twists and turns and I didn't see the ending coming. It was interesting. And I was pleasantly surprised with this one. I was like, now this is more like it. So I can't write her off anymore. So she, maybe she has some duds, but she has she some good ones She sucked you back in. She sucked me back in. Um, good for her. Good for you, Karen. So like the other two characters in the three that were on the cover, like there's one that we get to POV, the two others we don't get to POV, they suck, but they like, you're, they're supposed to suck. You're supposed to yeah, them, yeah. you know? Pur- purposefully sucky. Exactly. It was like fun to be annoyed with them. So yeah, it was a fun time. Love that. For I enjoy it, and I recommend it. Uh, I would tell you the title, but I actually don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, I just saw it on Goodreads, but I oh nothing, forgot it, nothing so. more to tell, nothing more to tell. Right, about Karen and McManus. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it was a fun, quick read because I've only read the cousins by her, so that's the only yeah. <laughs> impression. I, I mean, have. I would recommend one of us is lying first. Yeah. Um. I really liked One of Us is Next, but I think a lot of people didn't, but, so I could be, like, it's not as good as One of Us is Lying, but. But I do trust your opinion over most other people's, so. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like. Thank you. You would be right. <laughs> You're right. It's true. <laughs> All right, so before we go into Reforged, do you have anything else to bring to the table? No. No. That's. Okay. That's all I have. We're talking about Reforged by Seth Haddon, our first fantasy book. Woo! Woo! Um, so, this book is, like I said, fantasy. Oh my god, you know what's funny? Mm. I meant to Google the definition of a paladin, because <laughs> it's mentioned. <laughs> and what's funny, so the term paladin I've heard many a times, you know, I've heard when people discuss Dungeons and Dragons or whatever. Right. And yes. it's even a character you can play on the PS4 game, Stick of Truth, South Park. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it's a character you can play there. I've never played as a paladin, so I didn't really know <laughs> what exactly a paladin was. And our main character is, spoiler alert, a paladin. And I was like, <laughs> the fuck does that mean? 
<laughs> I just assumed it's like a protector, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so like based off the context of this book, I was like, yeah. so it's like, yeah, like a knife, basically. Yeah. And turns out that that's basically what they are. They're, they're knights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if it's implied that they have magic as opposed to knights, but in this case, in this uh, book, they do. Yes. Um, so... So anyway, going into the book, <laughs> just had to throw that out there. Uh-huh. I I had never like looked up. I like I only like kind of figured what paladin were at, in context, but didn't specifically know if there was an actual yeah. definition of what a paladin was. Anyway, now that I've said that word so many times, <laughs> it has no more meaning. Uh, <laughs> So we go into this book, uh, there is an upheaval in the uh, monarchy of this land, this fantasy land. Um, Useleth or something like that. Yeah. Watch me butcher or us butcher every single name in this book. Actually, this- it's really funny, I just have to say before. <laughs> so... For the first 50% of this book, I was reading <laughs> one of the main characters' names completely wrong. And then suddenly it's Zavrius. But for the whole, most of the book, I was reading it as Zavarius. There was like an extra oh, okay. for some reason. <laughs> and I don't know I... why. And then suddenly I saw Zavrius and I was like, wait. And I had to go back to make sure that there was no A's. Because the whole book, I was like, there's an extra A in his name, and suddenly the A is no longer And now they took it out? (laughs) Yeah, like, what are they doing? Um, And it was really hard for me to continue to say Zavrius in my head when I was just, like, Zavarius the whole time. I know. So, like, so you get into the beginning of the book, you find out, so there's a new king, Zavrius. Zavrius. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's how we're saying it. Yeah. Uh, Nuka Zavrius, and I was like, please let that not be the love interest because I don't want that name to be what I have to read yeah. the entire book. <laughs> and lo and behold, it is. <laughs> I mean, Zavarius was an easier. I like Zavarius better. Zavrius. Yeah. Zavrius. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. Z- like, it's Zavrius, just... maybe. Zavrius? Zavrius? Z- I like, think Because Zav- um, he was, yeah, he. I don't know. It's stupid and I hate it. And I'm like, I, I hate that when in, when in fantasy books, they have a name that's like not intuitive to pronounce, I feel, or like it doesn't roll off the tongue. And yeah, I'm so it do- like, almost like, doesn't sound like a real person's name or like it could be of someone's name. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, spell it weird all you want, but you still have like a normal pronunciation. Yeah. And that one, there's just like no way that, you know... It's like, it's like you're spelling it that way and you're going to tell me it's pronounced Xavier or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was annoyed because I'm like, plus, it's not, like, I feel like I just can't be like, oh, Balin and Zavrius are pining <laughs> for each other. Like, it just sounds wrong. But anyway, I digress. Um, yes. Uh, so, spoiler, not spoiler, but warning... I will inevitably say his name a multiple different multiple different ways throughout this discussion. So yeah. don't call me out on it. I'm, it's going to happen, and I don't care. Okay. 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 Right. <laughs> so so we have our main character Balin. He's a paladin. So 
and he's the prime, so he's like number one paladin, whatever. Uh, all the other paladins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The number so one paladin spot. We start with him basically getting that number one spot or getting uh, anointed or whatever. So he gets the the ultimate powers that the paladin gets, the prime paladin gets. And so he's basically the king's like (laughs) number one knight who like protects him always and who's always by his side. And and we find out that uh, Zavrius whatever, is recently <laughs> been, uh, he's recently been crowned as king of this land because all his siblings have recently just get, gotten moited. Um, and, and so he, as the youngest sibling, was never expected to become king, but now he is. And everyone's kind of like, hey, we don't know how we feel about this guy because he's yeah. just like this like music player. He's not... We want he plays a the fiddle. Like there's he plays no the way fiddle, he's gonna be a good his king. Harp thing or whatever. Oh yeah. What what is it that he plays? It's like a. Oh, uh, what was the know. name? I yeah, forget. I can't remember the name of it. But like on the cover, it looks kind of like a little harp thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, and people are um are speculating that maybe he killed all his siblings so he could be on the on the throne, but other people think it's this, like, rival country that killed them because they've been, like, more or less at war for decades or whatever. And so there's some turmoil in the kingdom, and uh, right after the coronation, or not coronation, right after he gets the paladin, is gets all his paladin powers, Balin, <laughs> Balin and Zavrius and a couple <laughs> other paladins go back to the castle after this ritual thing. And there's uh, an attack on Zavrius to uh, an assassination attempt and that is foiled, but he's like, oh shit, uh, things are going well. Anyway, whole thing. <laughs> uh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so bad. Give me so bad to describe this plot. But, um, so basically they discovered that the this like evil faction of young noble people are against Zavrius and they've been taking this arcane power that is has been kept for only the paladins and the royal family uh, so and now this faction is getting is taking like unlawfully taking this arcane power that if not regulated properly could basically make you go crazy so they're fanatics that are also going crazy from this arcane power and so they've tried multiple times to kill the king to the point where they stormed the castle the king and Balin flee um to like to try to find a safe space safe spot they end up going to the other side of the country um uh, where they end up finding the noble guy who's like the nobleman who's started this whole thing and turns out he's working for Zarias's brother who actually survived he's not dead <laughs> um, and <laughs> so he didn't actually die which I'm not sure how that was not caught but that's beside the point uh, where, was like how, where was like, he? Where was he this whole time? <laughs> like, I was, I'm, I'm thinking like, so didn't they bring the bodies back to the castle or something and bury them? Like when they have been like, wait, where's the third body? Wait, there's one missing. 
<laughs> There's one missing. Oh, we must have dropped it off a cart or something. Who knows? Let's not tell anyone. <laughs> I don't know. This is so funny. We're not. Anyway, uh, it turns out he's still alive, uh, and he's the one who's been plotting the assassination of Zavrius. Um, and also, what you discover. Uh, Zavrius ends up um, confessing to Balin that he did in fact kill all his siblings but only because they were trying to kill him first because as it turns <laughs> out the queen just before she died she made Zavrius the heir who would become king instead of all the other siblings because she was like all my, other si- all my other children want war but my sweet harp playing boy is not going to do war. So I'm going to have him as king. And so when all the siblings found out, they're like, we got to kill this dude because we want yeah. war. And so they try to kill him. But Zerise is like, oh, I've got magical harp powers and kills them. Um, and so, so anyway, Zerise has been like dealing with this guilt that he's been feeling, even if it was self-defense. And he confesses to Balin and Balin's like, dude. My crush on you is not going to stop now, baby. And so he's like, you you had to do it. You had no choice. Uh, I still love you. And they, they kiss. And oh, my God, cute. Um, and then and then we find out about Theo. And then they go to, they like, um, uh, basically have a battle that lasts 0.2 seconds. They defeat Theo. And they live happily ever after. Of course it's a Theo. <laughs> oh my god I didn't even catch that that's so funny another Theo speaking of speaking yes. of why is our main love interest called Zephyrus and his brother's <laughs> Theo like <laughs> yeah um rude <laughs> just rude have you it's like have you seen that um there's like a TikTok one of these TikTok things about like people reading fantasy and it's like the sound is like um, I sent it oh, to you. So like, was it that one with the Chuck at the oh. end? Oh, maybe not. Yeah, I've, I think it was a different sounds, one. Yeah, uh, yeah, but there's one where they're like going through the names, and it's like, oh, like Cessius and, <laughs> oh, okay, and Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard that one. Oh, you're right. Sorry. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. <laughs> that's what this is. It's like Balin, Zavrius, and Theo. <laughs> <laughs> so funny and of course it's a villain yes, can't trust a Theo course. that's what we no, God. <laughs> I do like the name though but I know I love like making Theo. it too much <laughs> people are books are ruining the name Theo yeah literally <laughs> conspiracy alert <laughs> so now yes. I've, I've told you guys the plot yes Val, now you completely what? understand everything that's going on in this yeah i mean you get the gist it's basically (laughs) a battle for the crown and the good guys win yes um and the king is gay and his paladin (laughs) is gay and they're gay for each other yes um what did you think val um uh yes okay (laughs) uh wait i'm just trying to gather my thoughts did you like it (laughs) (laughs) I, the problem with this book is that I didn't care about anything that was going on. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was almost wishing for the, like, 
two graphic sex scenes to come because at least it was Literally. something like a at bit least more I would exciting. understand what was happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in between all of that, there's just a lot of like political talk that I didn't really understand. There's and the thing is, not on. even it's not even that complicated. It's just not no, interesting. Exactly, and then like. The way the ending is like so just all of a sudden, like very quick and very like Mm -hmm. suddenly Theo's back, suddenly they're having a bit of a battle, it's over in like 20 pages and that's it. And the rest of it is just like them traveling to places and then like a lot of sexual tension and that's kind of it. Some like long graphic sex scenes, like we said. Um... (laughs) And that's kind of it. Like, (laughs) there's not much else going on. Um, And, I mean, you have the classic, like, it's the same kind of characters you're always going to find in, like, a fantasy. Like, one of these, like, gay... It's, like, a very snarky, like... um, I didn't mind... To to be honest, I didn't actually mind the characters. They were fine. Yeah, me neither. And some of the character interactions were actually quite cute and quite sweet, so that Mm -hmm. was fine. Um, but it was just like the political stuff around it and the actual plot <laughs> that I just yeah. didn't care about. Definitely, I completely agree with you. Um, and I even remember, like, I was about hundred pages into this book mm-hmm. and struggling, and I was like, for a book that has two guys kissing on the cover, there's a hell of a not a <laughs> yeah. lot of kissing. Let me fucking tell you that. Yeah. Listen, okay. Like I talked about earlier. You know, I I I'm not the biggest fantasy fan. Like I yes. can find some that I love, and usually the ones I really love is because there's a romance at the core of it that I'm really invested in. And yes. I'm more invested in the romance that I am into the fantasy aspect. Like yeah. can carry on. Um so when it was fantasy month, I was like Guess what? I'm going to pick a book with two boys kissing on the cover because I was thinking it was going to be of a more of a romance fantasy book than uh-huh. like a fantasy fantasy book. But boy, was I deceived. <laughs> and I was annoyed. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like, first hundred pages was like gibberish half the time. Because like I, do like that first scene when like, I didn't trying to get to the place where he was was getting his cuffs. I don't know. It was a whole. I was just like, I don't get anything. I don't understand where they are. I don't. Nothing. Nothing makes sense because they're just using all these. Like it's like, and and I read the like author's notes like very briefly. I read the first Mm -hmm. two sentence of the author's note, (laughs) (laughs) and and they wrote how like you know they're in. Uh, they were playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, and so this right. book came from that. And I feel like they yeah. used a lot of terms that are probably in Dungeons and Dragons that are very familiar to people who play Dungeons and Dragons or who is yeah. very into fantasy. But as someone who yeah. is not, who is like a novice when it comes to fancy, fantasy terms, like everything just felt like gibberish because it wasn't yeah. properly explained to me. Uh, yeah. Like at least give me an annex or something that explains all the terms. Or something, you know, I just like, I just felt so lost at the beginning and it was very disheartening and it didn't make me want to keep reading, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I agree. And I couldn't understand the like scale or like, because mm-hmm. you know, there's that big like dragon thing. I don't really know. That's like a dead dragon or something that they're getting their powers from or something. I, Dude, I couldn't don't know. understand. I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. 
Because at one point he's like hiding behind it to eavesdrop or something. And I was like, how big is this thing? I don't understand. I don't know. What is this thing? <laughs> um, and then they find another one later in the, in like a well. I'm like, what's happening? Um, it's very confusing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was like, arcane powers. Okay, good enough. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, literally what read, I read that word and I was like... I refuse to try and understand the rest. I just don't care. Yeah. And I just... <laughs> so, I can't tell you. I don't know. And there's so much traveling. There's there too much traveling. so much traveling in this It's book. so uninteresting. Traveling is not an interesting plot device. Like, no. It's boring, actually. Stop That's... traveling. It's... Yeah. Yeah. And not fun. And what really bothered me... Like, so what I could get really into was this, like, pining between Balin and Zavrias. And I yeah. did enjoy when, you know, Zavrias confesses to the murder of his siblings. And yeah. they finally kiss. And I did enjoy that. It was nice. Yeah. However, my biggest issue is that, so, is that I feel like I'm missing half the love story. Because we get into this book with half of their love story already this happening. Is- Okay, this is exactly what I was going to say, because, yeah. yeah, they used to bang when they were young. Uh, <laughs> when they're teenagers. Then, when they're teenagers, and then uh, Balin got the the prime paladin whatever thing, and then he had to, like, it turned out he was going to have to protect Theo, or, like, he went away to do his training, and then yeah. Zavrius thought he was, like, abandoning him or whatever, and they broke up. Mm-hmm. But they... they keep going back or making references to when they were like young it would have been so good to get i don't know some flashbacks like to get yeah, a bit more like, of like their relationship it was like i started we started the second book or something like yeah yeah, yeah. we're missing this whole background like yeah like, i i want to hear about this love story from the beginning like maybe they yes. could have had a prologue where it was them as teenagers like balin explaining to zavrias that he was gonna trained to become the prime paladin and Zavrius is like yeah. you mean you're gonna become like my brother's protector like you're, you're yeah. gonna be my brother's bitch like I'd be so angry like he he like lashes out at him and he's like this is my purpose in life and he's like what about me like that would have been great and then it's like five yeah. or six or seven years later and then it's him becoming some prime of Zavrius <laughs> like that would have been yeah. so much better at least to understand how the relationship started yeah. Like how we got to here, but it's like suddenly we're we're thrusted into this world, into this relationship that already has years of history that we don't know anything about. And, yeah. Exactly. And it's just kind of like kind of mentioned, but not in detail. And so yeah. we're just kind of like trying to pick up the pieces, but it's it's unsatisfying. It's completely yeah. unsatisfying. Yeah, because you don't, you can't, there's no, you have no context for, like, the conversations that they have in the present and, like, the the situation and, like, if someone says something in it, like, they refer back to when they were, te- like, you have none of that to, like, understand why mm-hmm. they're really acting this way towards each other because yeah. it doesn't tell you, it just says they used to bang and that's pretty exactly. much it. Yeah, so, like, at the beginning, Zavrius is kind of, like, a bit of a dick to Balin and I just didn't yeah. quite get why. And yeah. like, so it's, it, co- it starts making more sense once you're at least yeah. halfway through the book, but I'm like, but like, they didn't properly hint at it. Like, <laughs> like, uh, sorry, that would be my dog who wants attention. Uh, uh, so I've lost my train of thought. Uh, 
Like, you don't probably, like, Balin doesn't properly hint at it being like, oh, I understand why he's upset after the betrayal I did, or something like that, you know? Yeah. To, like, be like, oh, there's something we're gonna flash back to eventually, but we don't. Like, I hate that plot device, but at least it'd be something. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. It is weird. Yeah, so it, it was really, so, like, I can ignore a lot of boring politics if yeah. you're giving me a good love story. But I yeah. didn't even get that because I only got half of it. So, so where are we at now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So it would just, it was absolutely not giving what it was supposed to give. Yeah. And that's, and that is my review. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, okay, the only thing that I do really, because the only other like proper gay fantasy that I've read is like the Ariana Nash for me ones that I read earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, much more graphic, much more problematic. But um, uh, I haven't read that many, to be fair. And But the yeah. only thing I do like about these kind of books is that it doesn't, like, people will just fuck anything and it doesn't matter. Like, it, the fact that they're gay does not matter. Like, yes, yeah. It's not a big part of the story. It's like, yeah, dudes fuck dudes, whatever. Like, that's what I kind of like about it. It's like, totally. it, it's not the whole thing about, oh, no, we have to keep it secret. It's like, that's yeah, not exactly. even part of the story, which I quite yeah. like. Um, actually, um, you know what, I'll just tell it now. I was, um, cause I have, I want to give you guys two great gay fantasy recommendations. Yay! Uh, that I think are kind of like sort of similar to what this book was trying to do, but executed well, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry to this book. Like, I feel bad. Like, it's, it's, it's a pretty, like... It's not like this big published book or anything, so I feel bad. Yeah. But I just like it just wasn't giving what I wanted to give. But um, it is a debut as well, though, right? So maybe I think like... so. So I, I they can be definitely approved upon. I think yeah. like I just uh, I feel like probably people who like more of the political aspects of fantasy will enjoy it more than we did. Um, yeah. I think obviously I judged a book by its cover, and that's on me. Uh, <laughs> he does I also was... have a uh, another book in this with one of the characters in this book coming out. Uh, oh, what character? Um, Radek, Radek, the like. Uh, oh yeah, the that... the merchant. Yes. Yeah. Um. So he's getting his own story. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. That could be. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. I mean, I probably won't read it, but. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's just like uh, for me, I wanted more romance, and that's not what I got. Yes. So anyway, so what I would personally recommend is a strange and stubborn endurance by Foz Meadows, uh, which is this one is is like uh, again fantasy uh, in it's an arranged marriage thing with like this foreign uh royalty it, it's very good it's very entertaining um with you know betrayal and blah 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 it's very fun um i really enjoyed that one and i also really enjoyed a taste of golden iron by alexandra roland those are my two wrecks for some fantasy but with a gay romance at the center of the plot a taste of golden iron 
Yeah, Taste of Gold and Iron. And this one actually very similar to Ford Forge, where it's about a royal and his bodyguard romance. Okay. And yes, and this one is kind of like enemies to lovers. Like it's pretty good. Uh, the like Ugh. the bodyguard is not happy about getting that assignment, and it's great. yeah. Um, anyway, I really enjoyed both of those books. There's definitely a lot of, like, the fantasy aspects, but the romances really, like, are so much better developed. Yeah. And and personally, I like it when, you know, I see the characters meet for the first time and then something grow out of there. Like, I don't like jumping in, you know? Yeah. I like the beginning to the end. I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. That's that's all I got for, for Reforged. Um... I don't really... I didn't have that many notes. It's because we didn't understand anything that was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like my biggest, like... What I just didn't really get is why this entire country is so obsessed with going to war with the other country. I'm like, it makes you guys no want peacetime? I'm confused. Yeah. Like, whatever. I, yeah. They Like, this country is obsessed with going to war. Yeah. Also, his, like, aunt that, like fully betrayed him for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I didn't really understand why she turned her back on him. Like, it didn't really make sense to me. Yeah, like, I kind of, like, I get it in a sense where she was like, I thought you had killed your siblings to get the throne. But, like, but then he was like, do you love me? And she's like, yes, of course. I'm like, what? But, yeah. I feel like... She was smarter than that. It's kind of one or the other. Yeah, it's one or the other. Also... <clears throat> why didn't he show because he had the paperwork that his mum gave him why didn't he ever show anyone like his aunt <laughs> yeah well I would I, yeah I would say at least his aunt and like because like I, I guess like I because I, I remember thinking like why didn't you immediately show people like I'm the rightful heir stop, uh-huh. stop talking shit but then I was like yeah you know yeah actually I don't <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I was like wait I was trying to like because I, I thought I had like a thought that it would uh, it would make it more obvious that he killed his siblings but it wouldn't so yeah i really don't know why he didn't be like i know uh, that's unfortunately they died but i'm the rightful heir regardless of if they're alive or not you know like it yeah. might it probably wouldn't have convinced everyone if there you know there's still a bunch of people who just wanted war because like other people who wanted the war were the noble people i did like that they yeah. point out like uh so we have two characters mallet and lance who are uh brothers who help out uh, Balin and Zavrias, uh throughout the books who are just kind of normal blokes who help out and they're they're kind of like the comic relief of the yeah. book and um, they point out like hey it's only the noble people who want that war you ask any normal person they're the yeah, ones who are going to yeah. suffer for more and there are yeah. none of those people want it and I did like that was a good point and I felt like the perspective of uh, Mallet and Lance was always nice because yeah. I feel like they had a more grounded perspective than Balin and yeah. Zephyrus did. Yeah. Also, I feel like they they just kind of like represent the person reading the book in terms of like Balin and Zephyrus' relationship because they're constantly <laughs> just like su- like supportive and just like they want yeah. it to fucking happen no matter. Yeah, they're what, like, so. "Have you guys banged yet? Like, come on, yeah. it's gonna <laughs> yeah. happen. So let's get a move on." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were great. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I, yeah, anyway, I think, uh, I think the author's potential, I don't, like, nothing necessarily, it's not like a throne of glass situation where there, everything was pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I feel like a lot was going over my head and I just felt like things could have been explained better. Things could be fleshed out better. I feel like some things should have been added. Some things should have been taken out. Like it just needed... It needed some reworking. Like, it would have been a good first draft, maybe. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, so, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, uh, you said it all. What are we rating this book, Val? Um, I mean, I'll probably, on my app, give it a three, but I would say maybe, like, two and a half. I completely agree. I was going to say the same. I'll, I'll give it a three, yeah. but it's probably more uh, two and a half. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Um, now we're going to go into our castings for this book. Obviously, we're going to cast Balin, our paladin, our main character, and Zephyrius, the love interest, our king. And we decided to keep it simple. The only other two we're going to cast is, in fact, Mallet and Lance, the two yes. brothers who are helping out our, our boys. Um, I also made very sure that I didn't repeat any casting system that's exciting i looked yeah wow (laughs) i I did not do any repeats either oh yeah you said you had some kind of twist or something i I do i i decided to go a little crazy okay but first (laughs) let's not that crazy it's really not that crazy (laughs) i'm just improving a little bit uh, upon the source material (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. So let's let's just go ahead and start with Mallet. Who? So yes. we have our two brothers. Um, I mean, in the book, they're like they look super similar, but one's like big and large, and one's like skinnier or whatever. And I'm just like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna stick. Anyway. So, who do you have for Mallet? Yes. So for the brothers, I completely, as per, disregarded what they say, but not too much. Yeah. Basically, I just imagine them as like big, burly, like henchman-y kind of, but like comic relief a bit on the dumb side. I don't know. So in my mind, I just had like wrestlers kind of vibes. Okay. 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 So I picked two wrestlers that have become actors. Oh, okay. Um, so for Mallet, I have done John Cena. <laughs> okay. And because he's also, I think he would be like really funny as well. I mean, he would um, be actually really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's my, do you want me to do both or? I feel like might as well just do both. Okay. So then no, for I'm like, Lance, oh, okay. I. Yeah. Continue. Go on. No, okay. continue. Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, so for Lance, <laughs> he's a little bit more like, thinks with his dick, maybe a bit more on the. I don't want to say dumb. I don't know how to say it. Like, airheaded side. Um, so I did Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because he'd uh, also be really okay. funny. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny. That's a great uh, great casting. It's, like, very different from mine. But I really like it. And um, uh, I think they would be so entertaining to watch the two yes. of them as brothers acting. Yeah. <laughs> They look nothing alike, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so what I went for, for Ballot and Lance, I kind of like took the concept of one being bitter, bigger, one being skinnier, and okay. <laughs> ran with it. Um, okay. 
to the point where I changed something. So for Malik, I have casted Winston Duke. Uh, so he's gonna be oh. my big boy. Okay. Protect, and he can do the comic relief for sure. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. I decided to gender Ben Lance and have <gasps> him be a her. Because first of all, there's not enough female characters in the book. Second oh, of all, 100%. I yeah, feel yeah. like we could have a fun little badass, like brother-sister duo that's Love also it. Like, just silly. And yeah. I, I casted, I was like, who is badass? And I immediately thought of Bianca Lawson, um, who played Kendra in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who is the <gasps> ultimate teenager. <laughs> uh, but I thought she would be like, I just think they would work as siblings yeah, who work together, that. who kind of like, uh, maybe aren't the most disciplined warriors, but who are loyal yeah. and uh, we're going to have some fun. And I feel like they would both give Balin and Zabrai some shit. And I just decided, I know it's not our usual thing, but I was just like, I just feel yeah, why like, not? I like I love the idea of having the brother, brother sister duo. We so make the rules. I, I make the rules. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm adding a girl to this sausage. <laughs> it needs it. Yeah, is this way you tell me that you also gender men, uh, either Balin no. or and is now a straight couple? <laughs> no, I would never. I would have to gender men both of them because I'm yeah. not making it a straight couple. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could possibly do to the story. <laughs> <sighs> All right, the other two are a bit more. Uh, that was my big, my big okay twist was just a big reveal. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, uh, I kind of just really want to use Bianca Lawson. So <laughs> that yes. was my excuse. Um, now let's do King Zavrius. King Zavarius. Oh, Zavarius. I... <laughs> King Zavarius. King Zavarius. Um, I just like struggled. So I tried to go with. A little bit of like the cover art and just a little bit yeah. of maybe some vibes. Um, yeah. But I chose Luke Pasqualino. <laughs> oh my god, it's really funny. Uh, because Did a, you? That's a great no, but okay. someone who kind of looks like him. Is it Avan? Avan Joker. I knew it! That was my <laughs> <Yeah>. other choice! <laughs> that's so funny! Because I was like, oh my god, they look so much alike. <laughs> Literally, that was my first choice, but I was like, I'm sure Kat like casted him for something, but you hadn't. I or maybe I, have. I don't know. Like, I just had this no. feeling that you had. I don't think um, I have. No, I don't. No, I, have. I don't think you have either. But I was like, so I'll just go for something else. Uh, but really I was literally funny. gonna cho- choose ah. Haven. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I picked, I, and that's the him I had from like a couple pages into the book. I was like, him. yeah, Easy. it's perfect. I even got to the point where I was like, Avon, uh, yo, how do you say his surname? Uh, lookalikes. And it was like Luke Pasqualino. I was like, perfect. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you said Luke Pasqualino, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't think of him because I already had Avon in my head. But I was yeah. just like, wait, that would be perfect as well. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love both. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and they can both like, play that like kind of like smirky, uh, yes. sarcastic character. Uh, definitely flirts uh yeah i think they would both both nail the role uh, for sure 
And yeah. now for a main character, Balin, Balin. the crime, the paladin, the Balin. <laughs> I, yeah, this one I found so hard. So, See, so I hard. struggled, but then I had an epiphany and I was very happy Ooh. with my epiphany. Okay. I've, so for, I've gone more vibes for than anything else because I, I struggled a bit. Yeah. Um, so I've chose, and also it'd be make a very, very hot couple. Mm, um, I, I chose Mason Gooding. Mason Good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From Love, Victor and the Scream movies. Yeah. Yes. Um, I really like that. That's a great, great pick. And I actually think he would absolutely nail it because he kind of has this, like, because I feel like he could do that, like, the serious night thing, but he also yes. has, like, a little bit, you know, he's that, that, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's just like a, a bit sweet, a bit side to yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. That I think would totally work for the character, and I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, That's a really good pick. Um, for Balin, I casted Jacob Anderson, who Ooh. I most recently know him as um, main character in Interview with the Vampire, but he was also Grey Worm in. Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. Yeah, I was really happy. I was like, oh my god, he is Balin for sure. In my head, like it just suddenly worked perfectly. I really like that. Which again, I also think would be a really hot couple with Aven <laughs> Jogel. So. Yes. Um, yeah, and I already know he can play gay well with Interview with the Vampire. So love that. So that so like despite not being a huge fan of the book, I'm very happy with my casting, and I would love to see it. Same, I would still watch uh, it. Yeah, I would totally watch it. <laughs> I feel like I just should be part of the the script writing, maybe, and yes. I would just change some things around. If I'm being honest, just rewrite the book. You're yeah, I'm sure you would do a, a better job than. <laughs> An actual publisher. Let's let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, let me pull out my McFly fan fictions, and you guys can see how good I am. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, good old McFly fictions. <laughs> um. Right. This. It's me. Uh. For next it's time. It's you. Uh, <laughs> you're the problem. It's you. Um. For the next book in the fantasy uh, month, I have picked um, The Book Eaters by Sunny Dean, um, which I think that's how you say it. I hope so. Um, um, I don't know much about it, so I can't tell you much. But it is also um, tagged as queer on uh, (gasps) everything. So no, I don't think it's like the main part of the story, but I do I'll think take there's anything. a queer character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's exciting. Um, yes. I, I've, I've seen it around and it's been on my like, maybe I'll read, like not my TBR, but on my- On your movie. radar. Yeah, it's yeah. been on my radar and- Radar? Radar. <laughs> on my radar. Radar. <laughs> and I've thought about it and I was like- maybe oh, I'm not in the mood whatever and then you picked it and I was like oh there we go decision yeah <laughs> I'm I'm so, just in your in your brain I, I know what you want brain. So. get out of here <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's it for this week uh, yes so join us next week when we 
talk about the book eaters. And maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll read the second book in the egotistical puck boy series. Oh my god, what's it called? I don't know. I think, I just oh. assume there's a second. I don't know if there <laughs> yeah. is. Or not. I just like those books always have like three or four. Yeah, you're right. And there's always like, uh, there's always characters that are like, oh, looks like they're going to get together in another book, you know? So do they, so she has kind of left it maybe open. Oh yeah, see, Puck Boys open. number one. Is there a Puck Boys number Irresponsible one? Irresponsible Puck Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is out. Okay, who is it? There's four. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember these two characters from Egotistical Puck Boy, and I was interested in what was going to happen with them. So I will be reading okay. it, and I will get back to you guys in two weeks about the Irresponsible Puck Boy. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited too now, actually. <laughs> Alright. See you it. guys. Bye! Bye.